Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Easy Days podcast. It's your boy JFK here again, joined as always by the incredible Miss Erica and Cincy Eleven Jr. How's everything going, guys? Erica, what you been getting up to? Pretty good, pretty good. I um, hung out with my girlfriend Olivia this weekend. I drank way too many Bloody Marys, as you can see. I'm a little bloated today, but that's okay. <laughs> and now it looks like you're in the jungle over there. Oh yeah, no, I decided to put up. You know, since I am from Thailand, I decided to put up a Thai rainforest as my background. <laughs> child, a childhood picture from your past oh yeah just like me just picture me just like roaming the forest searching like, for like poisonous snakes to skin and cook do they do that is it like monthly style like are there kids just walking around and just oh my i like i absolutely so like i lived in a village where there were like a bunch of boys that i what? befriended and you know <laughs> we would just like trek through like the mountains and like That's bike amazing. up the mountain yeah no it was pretty cool yeah we'd like hunt rats and and snakes and monitor lizards and what with like with like uh with like a slingshot or like a like a oh yeah like <laughs> we would make we would like you know like carve out like pointy sticks and oh, stuff like man. that and we'd have slingshots obviously you know we were kids like kids used to like playing with boomerangs and shit like that that's amazing. Cincy, it doesn't, I don't think that you're going to be able to live up to that, man. What you been up to, bud? Spent the past week. Was in Indianapolis, I believe, on Monday, and then uh, flew out to Colorado, had uh, Denver and Colorado Springs, and then had to fly back to Detroit because flights back to Cincinnati included flying to Orlando on a red eye and then back to Cincinnati and it was like 480 bucks. So Ooh. I decided to just stay the extra day in Colorado and fly back to Detroit. Wow. But then I went to my daughter's soccer tournament in Beaver Creek, Ohio. So that was pretty cool. And then just got uh, home yeah. from the, Beaver from the oldest, oldest boys baseball game and paying attention oh. to football all day, but Kids nothing like, like nothing the like stories purest forms of sports is like kids sports dude you know yeah some of the most fun stuff to watch because they're like all they're doing <laughs> is having fun out there dude <laughs> you say I that agree. but i've seen some of these kids play and it's not it's... Uh, scott's kids are scott's kids not that are scott's kids are your kids on the b team scott no i'm not saying like anything about my kids i i'm saying like yeah it's great to watch your kids play they're usually having fun but the parents are crazy <laughs> oh Absolutely yeah crazy we had 11 year 11 year old baseball we had two moms actually get into a fist fight it wasn't my wife or anything but i'll never forget that game it was awesome it only, it only took like a minute to break that up and then last year at the soccer tournament there like within five minutes, this little dad comes over and he gets into this other dad's face. He was a dad on our team. This guy's like six four, like two fifty. Oh, I'm like six four, two oh five. So I'm like scared of this dude. And this dude's like five nine. He's in this guy's face, like their daughters collided or something. And I wasn't really paying that much attention. But anyway, within like a minute, all of a sudden an undercover police officer pops out, puts his badge out, and like kicks the little guy out. 
like four more dads got kicked out for like trying to start fights with other dads that day. So all I'm saying is, is when it comes to kids sports, yeah, for them it might be, but for the parents, it gets a little weird. Well, I think there's a fair lesson. In parents are crazy. As well, that you, you never know where an undercover cop is going to be. I was just going to say that. <laughs> there are undercover yeah. cops at kids games. Well, I mean, I think if you, if you really think about it, it probably makes sense because I mean, if it was sense, yeah, 100%, but like, I'm just saying like, you, yeah, you gotta be, you just gotta always be on your toes. People be safe. I didn't out see there. that. I didn't see that this weekend, but I think that the level of, like last year, the level of competition, the, the team was a little bit better. And so they played to a higher level of competition. So I think the more competitive it gets, and I think it's just human nature. One, if it's a dad, it's your daughter, right? So you're probably going to be a little bit overprotective because it's your daughter. But That's two, better. you're you're like hauling her ass to like five <laughs> soccer practices a week. You're paying for like personal trainers. And like then you see your daughter like go for a ball. And then the other girl like gets there at the same time. And the other girl's like twice her size. And your daughter goes flying like four feet oh, across yeah, the man. field. You're probably a little like, like I, I can see why it happens. Like I'm not. I'm not saying that like I'm faulting the parents. I'm just saying parents are a little crazy. So it just makes the whole youth sports thing a little bit interesting. But like, be careful, I guess, too. If you're in like prohibition, then you probably shouldn't be hitting your vape pen on the sidelines because there might be like an undercover cop sitting right there, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Thinking the back of my mind right now, I just keep thinking about it. I'm like, shit. But good thing I wasn't hitting my vape pen that day. Man, I've been doing this every time. Yeah, man. Not that I'm, I have no reason to be sitting at any kid's sports game, so I'm not worried about that. But you know what I mean. <laughs> it's, it's definitely oh. something that can happen. But so, did you guys see that? Uh, apparently, they're building hotels with hempcrete, which is pretty cool. And yeah, uh, there's a lot, a lot of benefits. Apparently, some drawbacks. Major benefits. I guess uh, cannabis is considered to be a carbon sink. It's one of the most carbon intensive materials as far as the opposite of most building materials, which are super carbon intensive. This actually helps, um, you know, bring carbon into the plant, which makes the plant extraordinarily strong. Um, and uh, I guess would help reduce carbon emissions. So that's yeah, the benefit. Renewable resource too. Yeah, correct. And, and much faster than trees or anything else. And it actually captures twice the amount of carbon dioxide than, than uh, trees can. But the only problem is, is I guess it's like, what do they figure? It's like 35 or 40% more expensive than uh, making it's, cement. I think it's more than, I think it was more than that, man. And that's the thing is like, there's a whole bunch of awesome stuff about this stuff. I was looking at it too. And, you know, I see, I, I'm going to have to redo my roof soon. And I was just looking at, that's how I got into it hearing about it was because i was thinking man i'll just do like some hemp insulation for the roof right because you know that's a thing as well i just wanted to see if it was a thing and i looked it up and i saw i think it's like almost three times more expensive per cubic meter was what it was it was something outrageous like it was one a hundred and some hundred and some dollars per cubic meter for for regular um for regular insulation and then the hemp insulation was like 300 and some 300 and change per per cubic meter so it's like it's a substantial 
that's the only thing that it does it. But I mean, I guess it's just like anything else though, really, right? It's like all this, all this, all this green stuff. I mean, like, right, for want of a better term, all this green stuff that comes out, like, is, uh, it's just a bit expensive to start out, you know? There's not as many people, I mean, I guess there's a lot of people doing it commercially. If they could find a way to get all those, uh, you know, all that bunk crop that they had in California over the past couple of years to, you know, maybe move something towards, making something like this these people can make some money off of it you know yeah it seems like there's you know even though it might might be a little bit more expensive it definitely helps with um its vapor permeability it's gonna let dampness you know escape more than your typical concrete would they're saying it's also yeah. it's also like mold mold and mildew resistant as well is what i was reading oh that's awesome Correct. Yeah, so right. you so you actually like in like the heat like it's, it's like you said the ins, insulative properties are insane like it's there's a lot there's a lot of good stuff too if you can afford I think that's the biggest downside is if you can afford to do it off off the bat or if they could well they're never gonna do right the uh like they do for renewable energy stuff where they give you the like the government stipend for uh for or government tax credit for for doing stuff i wonder if they'd ever consider doing that for that um for the hempcrete people building with that i mean it sounds like there's a lot of advantages it can store heat uh where most building materials you're only going to store heat in the trapped air you know that's in between it <clears throat> not to mention you know it being a carbon sink and then you know the helpful you know fight against uh mold and mildew for a grow room i wonder you know if that would be a good thing they say it's not good for oh, load-bearing yeah. walls because it takes so long to cure, but if you're building a grow room, I'm, I might have, you know, instead of having to put insulation, maybe you could just use hempcrete. Well, that's what, you know, that's if you're, what I if you're, too, you know, the, the, it's that, it's that, the insulative properties of it that make it really le legit, and it's, it's, what, man, I don't know if y'all saw it, but I'm sure everybody's been seeing that, the video on Facebook that's been going around of that, the just like that blast furnace sitting in front of the block of hempcrete and they're uh it's just been sitting yeah. there for like 24 hours burning on it and it's not like the wall didn't burn so like it's basically fi it's fire retardant or it's i think it might, maybe it's just the really really high um flame point of it i don't know well yeah, i'm not Corey, sure about that Corey hughes um the ceo of construction grade hemp said that it would it would bring the energy bill down by 15 percent in the home so i guess it like it says here he said that you could turn on your heat on monday and you won't need to turn it on to like thursday so i guess like it can take it can take heat and just you know it can take a lot of heat i guess well yeah it's, that's that's right that's that's the that's that's this idea at least is but that's it's like i guess a perfect example right is like uh with hps and led lights in the grow rooms yeah people that have been you know you can buy hps lights for relatively cheap or at least like on a on a large scale right you, you can buy a bunch of hps lights for relatively cheap you know and then set up set up your rooms and then but then you're having to replace a hundred dollar light bulb every x amount of time like depending on how often you change your light bulbs and all that where if you would have just like and you're spending more for the output whereas if you would have just gotten leds to start spent the extra you know 
however much more it costs for a for a, for the LED fixture, you know, if you would have just spent that to begin with, you would have been better off in the long run because you're saving money on everything, right? You got you get better efficiency in your lights. You got better, you know, less power for for the amount of light that you're getting overall. Like you're not producing like not as much of that is going to heat, right? So it's so it's all it's all light and not as much heat, you know. It's and then you're not having to use as much AC for your space because you're ha- it's all these things compound and you end up saving money in the long run. It's, it's like solar. It's all all these things. It's just about getting it. It's about getting it set up in a way, or fi- or I guess even maybe even finding a supplier. I don't know. Does anybody know where you could find this stuff? I uh, let's see. I don't think I. I, don't, I mean, I'm not. I'm not actively building buildings, so no, I don't. I don't know, but I'm sure. Like when a building's built, you're gonna hire an architect. The architect's gonna design the building. You're gonna have an engineer design the systems within the building. Different engineers are doing that. So like those those are the people that are gonna spec the the walls or the HVAC system or whatever it may be. So the architect is going to be the one that picks the building material. Now, if it's there's like a lead program, L-E-E-D. So there might be incentives within that to use it. I just haven't looked into it. But I'm certain if if this is, you know, what it's touted to be in the, in the articles that we've read, then I'm sure they're probably going to start using it more and more in those types of green L-E-E-D certified buildings or that are carbon neutral or if not carbon, you know, positive as opposed to carbon negative. But that's yeah. probably going to come down to the specification of the architect who's being told what to make the building, you know, what the materials yeah. to use by the owner. The owner, whoever's building that building, is ultimately deciding what those materials are, probably. That's true. That's true. That's true. That would just be cool. I, you know, it would just be cool to see more people, you know, if it if it became more of a more of a more of a viable option for for everybody to to use man because it's it's pretty cool to see but how much did you say it was per pound how what did you think it was per pound per per cubic meter oh you said cubic meter here well okay cubic foot after installation maybe it was cubic foot cube yeah cubic foot after installation is about one what at five dollars and 25 cents to six six dollars and 75 cents Whereas if you buy a per pound, it's uh, it's seventy cents to to eighty five cents a pound. I don't know how it works out. We'd have to yeah. get somebody that knew something about that. But but, you want to be able to compare it like to a concrete wall. What's a concrete wall per cubic foot? And then you would compare it to that five to six dollars, and then you would be able to see the difference. It does say, though, that hempcrete is up to eight times lighter than concrete, which means that it costs less and it uses less energy to transport and move around a construction site. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, it's, it's, it's all all the things. It's the same things like we were talking, you know, with everything else. Everything adds up ultimately. So, like, it's, it's you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's electric car versus a gas car, you know, like, are you're think you're like super cool for driving a prius around even though like what do you what is your actually like the electricity that goes into your or into your electric car like where does that come from 
the coal power the coal power plant down the street. So like you're not like you're still burning fossil fuels and all that. Yeah, so, like you're still burning so, fossil fuels. You know, your car came over I, on that I big ass oil carrier and all that. You know, I'm not all that. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's like that. you know, it's all these things that like that add up and like ultimately, yeah, it is better and it's better for the environment and all these things. But it's 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 certain people. But anyway, I think that's a great. Yeah, so all right. I always like to think of something. I like think of things like, all right, what if I was going to sell this product, right? So, like, let's say hempcrete was my product. So, probably knowing that the environmental issues from mold, mildew, the first thing I'm thinking is if somebody's building a building where it's going to be damp or wet. So, I'm thinking like New Orleans, Charleston, Washington D.C., Florida, like like the armpits of Florida, like da- like Tallahassee, yeah, man, like Jacksonville, that's, that's, yeah, but where it's super humid, like that there though, people aren't gonna. Think but like that there. but I might be able to sell that person that owns a bunch of buildings that's had to deal with the mold and mildew problems that this could be a different way for you to build this building and not have to deal with that anymore with this new building. Sell the old ones and build a new one. You know what I mean? Like maybe you could, maybe you have an angle in that environment to be able to sell that product. So that's like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, so until it's costs, like, you know, costs, you know, maybe not comparative, but within 10 or 20%, like you're going to have, like, if you're, if you're making that product, that's probably that those are the places you want to go. And then to the super environmental conscience people, which there's definitely a lot of those people out there. So those would be your targets. I would think for the hemp creek, if you're trying to sell it and you're watching this, that's what, I, that's my recommendation would be. Let's take it over to our strain of the week this week. Looks like we've got the Hazel T Auto, which Scott's got some pictures up on the screen right now. I think we've all grown this, guys. Y'all have grown this, right? Yeah, I yeah, I've definitely grown the Hazel T. Lovely plant, super easy. I know a couple of people there grew it. Scott, you grew it too, right? Yeah, I've grown it a few times. It's uh definitely um, so. Pretty vigorous auto. It'll branch out and get big on you depending on the pot size. Um, has a really almost all, all the phenos have like a very fruity kind of uh, terp to it, and um, it's pretty pretty potent for an auto as well. Uh, it definitely um, makes you feel good. It's 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 not gonna like couch lock you or anything. It's more of a sativa leaning uh, auto, and uh, as you'll see. As I go through the pictures, uh, you'll see that they uh, definitely um, put some weight on it and get pretty large. Is Erica, like what, a, what it, is it like? A, I was say, is it more like a citrusy or like berry fruity to you? Because the ones that I, I think more, more like citrusy. Mine was I, quite. Mine was fruity. Like like berries. Like. <laughs> like fermented like apples kind of fruity interesting yeah i've always got more of a more of a barrier fruit to it than a citrus fruit um but you know when they're f they're basically essentially um r1 autos so you're gonna have different phenos you know and especially the environment all that's gonna make everything be a little bit different but uh Back to the top here really quick. It's the Easy T Auto, um, which is the um, uh, one of the original autos that we created with the Easy Days Rider. 
that's the Easy Days rider to the TNG Auto. Um, I believe the TNG Auto was from 42 Fast Buds is where we got that bean. So a really great plan. And then the Nancy Marie Auto um, is the uh, Dark Purple times the uh, Easy Days rider. So smash those two together. That's the Hazel T. Um, this is the plant that had the beans in it, if I'm not mistaken. And then as you go down, you can see several different people have grown it. There's some awesome plants in there. Like, there's some really cool, cool things that people have done with these plants. I think, like, didn't Dab Kings has got some gigantic ones in there? Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. This is one that finished, I believe, in Hydra Larry's barn. Shout out to Hydra Larry. I don't, I haven't seen him on, we gotta tell him, I gotta find him on the Instagram. I haven't seen him since the Easy Days 2.0. That's one I grew in a solo cup. But then you can see here, uh, this is my man, a trap move or something is what he goes by. Um, He's on. If you're on Grow Big Buds one or two, you know who this is. I, I don't. I don't know if it's cool to say his name, so I'm not going to. But uh, you can see this is the one that he grew, and I kind of like try to get a, get the background out. Giant ass hazel tea right there. Oh, Jack Moon. I was close. And then um, this is from the Autoflower review. One of the hazel teas that they've grown. Not the biggest picture, unfortunately. And I'm sure we'll get that sorted out one of these days. Shout out to Wally World, Dunkle Funkle, uh, one of the <laughs> he's one of the big test growers over there. Wally World, yeah, Wally World. This is Dunkles, and then uh, more people growing it. That's got to be outdoor. I think this one was outdoor. Yeah, it looks like you can oh, see some siding. See siding. I want to outside right so bad. Man, I think that was what I think that's what my problem has been with autos is I like I mean, well our auto our outdoor season is so short, so it's like, you know they get gigantic, but like I don't know, they're just like the 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 buds are the way that they develop outside is just slightly different. I had some gigantic ones inside. Oh, I was on Reddit today and there were people talking about how you shouldn't top your autos. And I was like, I was like, but I, I top them all the time. And they do just fine. They like people were complaining about like their plants being stunted. And it's like I've never I've never really we experienced do a that. whole episode on how to on different ways to train your autos, man. That is like that's all personal preference, you know. Uh, yeah, I yeah. I yeah wrong way. I've grown, yeah. I've grown it every other I've grown it both ways and like usually the best results I've had has been with just like throwing some training clips on as soon as I can and just bending them out and letting those branches bend up and get That's what I tried doing too. I guess that was that was the first down. technique that I did with my autos and then I started topping. Is that okay, so Sally's plant? That is. But on this topic of topping the autos you can definitely top the hazel tea if you want, for sure. It's not it's not it's like a, a sixty plant. day it's not a sixty day auto. It's probably gonna you could take it to like eighty five or ninety days if you really wanted to. I mean, you, it, it's we've had all different kind of finishing times with her, but ultimately at the end of the day, 
there's no harm in topping her. What I would recommend is this, though. If you are going to top the plant, you should start with either a tall, skinny pot or, like, whatever pot you're going to finish in. And, and then even, like, plant the seed in a solo cup, but cut out the bottom of the solo cup and, like, put it just barely into the top of that pot. And then as it's vegging, it's going to veg quicker and faster. So if you could get something that is going to let the plant grow faster, like I'm just thinking cocoa, probably on the top of my head right now, just because how fast and vigorous the plant grows. There's no reason why you can't top the plant because one of the guys that helped me test out a lot of the autos, he grew in like a four by three and a half foot tall box. And that's what he would do. He would train them and then he would start to top them and he would top them twice and he would get like, pretty decent amount from like, I think he was growing in three gallon cocoa fabric pots. So I'm not saying you can't top them, but I think if the growth stunning, it's probably not from the topping. I would guess it's probably more from the, the tap root run, hitting the bottom. And then I think yeah. where that I understand the autos is that once that happens, the plant starts to think it's time to flower, but I could be wrong. I don't think it depends. Cause I've, I've grown them. I, don't, I really don't know, man. I'm sure that it has something to do with it. Maybe it, maybe it's when it gets like root bound or something. I, I don't know. I'm terrible with autos. You know this. Well, you know this. Cortez, well documented by the end of this podcast. <laughs> you met you met Cortez at the uh, um, the DGC Cup. Remember this past year? Yeah, I still, I still got- talk to Cortez every now and again, man. He, he does this thing where he, like, has the solo cup, and, like, he has a cup inside of the solo cup, and, like, this way, like, he like the roots can go to the outside, and then he can pull that cup off, and then it goes to the outside of the next cup, and then he pulls that off, but the whole time the taproot can go down, yeah. and he, he grew the Nancy Marie Punch, and, like, it was, like, growing, I mean, it's it was huge. It was, like, one of the biggest plants I've ever seen, like, from an auto my entire life, so... I think it's about the taproot would be my guess, Erica. If yeah, okay. If I had to take a guess, but I'm sure people in the comments or notes would have something else to say about it as well. But well, I'm sure we'll find out. Well, anyway, we got a so whole yeah, this bunch is, of new test beans coming out too, don't we? Yeah, I just wanted to wrap with this last uh, one last picture of the hazel tea. You can see this is from Cali uh, Dabkin. Um, pretty, pretty decent little finish there. And then, uh, one more from Marianne, you can see she wrote out in a solo cup and I thought that looked phenomenal at the end there. So thank you, Marianne. But, uh, hazel teas are definitely available on, uh, Wally World and Seeds here now. So if you're looking for, um, a large auto that has definitely a fruity turp, uh, check it out. Sweet. Well, I know we have got a bunch of new test beans available. Scott's been, or since he's been talking about all of these, there's some really cool stuff in here. We got bad cheese, Blue Ridge Valley Kush, some caper juice, the Freeman cheese F3s. I know that Erica was talking about those earlier. Those are going to be awesome. Uh, we got the two different finas of the Maui cheese bus at Mystery Kush Drop, the Pakistani juice, uh, 
couple of Papa Juice crosses with that Papa Cheese and the Papa Skunk. Oh, I do the, love the Papa Juice. The Papa Juice is killer. I have to be have to be real. I grew that Papa Juice and it is incredible. Mm -hmm. Like is is something else. I love that. Like that. Like it's got some like old school. At least mine did some of that. Like old school chemi vibe to it. That like funk chem ness. Oh yeah. Oh, it's like it's so good. It's so good. We we also we also got the uh, space drop Kush and the uh, Thai alien bus version two, which is the feminized version of the revert of the previous. Well, I think it was the happy ending cross with the alien struggle bus, which is due to be incredible because those are just killer plants. <clears throat> and that Tennessee sweet alien bus. I know everybody's looking forward to some of them, but like. What what do you guys what do you think? What are your what are your favorites out of this group? What are you looking forward to seeing most for people? Erica, what 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 are your thoughts? The Papa Juice for sure. Like I just I remember growing mine and it was she I mean she was a monstrous plant. Or the pop the Papa Skunk or the Papa Cheese? The pa the Papa the Pop Cheese, sir. Shoot. The Papa yeah. Cheese is gonna be good, dude. Josh, mid Michigan, he he picks out some killer plants, man. Like, yeah, he's super, he's super particular about what what he'll like. I mean, he'll he'll pop a lot of them, and then he'll he'll definitely discard some along the way. It's not like he's oh. popping like two or three. He's definitely finding the uh, one he likes the most. Um, for me, I think the Maui Juice bus should be pretty interesting. That's the um, Maui Juice times the Alien Struggle bus. We have two different Finos there. So I'm curious to see as a feminized um, version there, like what happens, like what do we get? What's the Tarps going to be like? The um... Well, hang on real quick. So from what I'm hearing, it sounds like both of your most, both of your looked most looked forward to strains are coming from that Papa Juice line, right? Are there still seeds left of that Papa Juice available? <laughs> like, people oh, yeah. better get their hands on those quick, man, because, man. Yeah, there's Papa plenty. There's... It's some killer stuff. Like, it really is some killer stuff. Yeah. I just, I just, that was the first thing I noticed was like, that Maui Juice bus, that's got lineage back to that Papa Juice as well. It's just a little bit farther down the line. Yeah. Yeah, so those um, Papa Juice, I guess it would be the S ones. There's there's plenty of those. Um, allegedly, there might be some regular Papa Juice seeds coming up here soon. Um, that's not a hundred percent for sure, but I think that might happen. And there's definitely some good crosses. You got like the Happy Juice, the Maui Juice are the first two, along with the Papa Juice. The Maui Juice and the Happy Juice are R ones. So that's what I took the two phenos from the Maui juice that I kind of like stress tested and found that were pretty good. Got to smoke the flower. It was legit. And then we um, hit those cuts with the alien struggle bus number 11 pollen. So um, just looking forward to getting those out and tested and, and seeing what comes back from them. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure I know what the mystery Kush drop is at this point. I've been able to kind of deduce through pictures and everything else. I'm not going to tell you at the current moment, but if it's what I think it is, I'm really excited about that one. And then I was about to uh, say, if it's what I think that you told me that it is, then I'm pretty excited about that one as well. Cause I never got a chance to grow that like original parent. 
cross because I think there was a limited amount of that. But from everybody that did grow it, it sounded like it was killer. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. saw some pictures and it was gigantic. Some like just massive old school gigantic colas. Yeah, think, so I think I'll, I'll know pretty quick. Didn't you like come by and take some pictures of my papa juice at one point? Uh your papa juice and your Maui juice. They they would be on they would be on the Discord for yeah. sure. They're on yeah. there. If you want to check them out, join the Discord. And you can definitely see them. But is um, that Maui juice? That Maui juice? I never got to. I guess did I get? I don't know if I got to smoke that or not. That have that I have like it's got to that funk has got to be what that Papa juice brings in. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, is that that like, like a, that? It's like a fruity funk. You got to smoke the happy juice. For sure. But that's what I'm saying. But that, like, I know, I know that like berryness comes from the tie, and I've had the papa juice, and I know that there's funk within that papa juice. And for me, I had one pheno, like both phenos were funky throughout flower, but one, like each developed into its own category of funk at the end. Like one went like really heavy chem funk, and the other one went more like gassy funky but like but still was just like there was a funk factor about it the whole time that was something there i mean you know me man i love that weird stuff man i'd if it's weird like give it to me (laughs) like i do i do we had that what are we i brought that kobe beef to the to the cup man and we smoked that and that was like it was different and it was like you couldn't put your finger on like what exactly that flavor was but it was out like it was just out there and it was incredibly delicious and just like really good but like, huh, something about the weird flavors that just do it for me that funk brings something it just brings a new it brings a different element to the weed man i love the funk so with all that being said for me like i haven't really popped the feminized beans of the test beans more the rag beans of them so i got a pretty good idea what's going on with some of these regulars and I, maybe i should put like uh i think i'll do that here in the next week get the uh, get them separated between feminized and regular seeds so people can you know know exactly what it is i having to ask but uh That's all either way me. i was about to say it's pretty i guess it's 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 clear when when i look at it but i guess it wouldn't be clear if you didn't know what you were looking at right but yeah, there's uh, there's some there's some there if you guys want to try them out, you know, let us know. Uh, hopefully, we find some more winners in there. I, I'm got a feeling we will, and we already know some of these. We're, we've already we're already getting to the flower point. So, oh yeah, don't uh, sleep on that caper juicer, Pakistani. Ju- Another juice crosses. My God, dude, listen <laughs> to me. Like I was just thinking, because I've seen those are the ones that we've seen grown out so far, and they are killer. What's, we'll, what's be trying, that you got we'll be trying trying the Pakistani juice here in a little bit. It looks like a bag full of Cincinnati. This <laughs> <laughs> nope. looks like it looks Pure like Michigan. a bag full of sky. Smoke some of the Cincinnati. From Michigan, yeah. Pakistani juice. Straight from Michigan. Hell yeah, man. That's what's up. We got some crazy stuff coming out, man. I'm excited for all of it. Yeah, me too. I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what everybody does with them. I'm just looking at the ones. I guess I can share my screen again. Hold up. Hold up. What would you do? Hold up. 
<laughs> so this is Clone the Pakistani juice next to the Clone X bottle. I was growing indoor. He just took the picture outside or maybe Love in the garage. Them. But some big old stackers on there, man. Mm-hmm. You can see it. Pick of it outside, I guess. Definitely Ooh. resinous. Nice picture of outside plants, man. That's a perfect segue. It's oh, yeah. that time of year, isn't it? Everybody's starting to. Uh, I don't. Not for me, <gasps> obviously, because I am cold as all get out already. It's snowing heavily right here by right now. You can't tell by the bears in my background, but it is snowing <laughs> heavily in my actual background out here today. But no, isn't it harvest season down there or close or is everybody done with that already? It's got it's gotta be happening, man. I mean it's getting pretty close. It's I think it's supposed to get it says it's forty three wherever my computer thinks it is. Oh my which... gosh dude. Well, you guys looks like Cincinnati, I, so you guys. I would, I would assume you probably cut them down by now, yeah. Shoot, well, that's good, man. Some people, maybe down farther south, need to worried about getting their stuff in. Make sure they get their stuff in safe, man. It I mean, gets rough I'm... late in the season. I know that. Here, how is it for you? How is this... it for you guys? Does it get like? Does it get super wet for me? Like late in late in August for me. I guess late in August. That's like I guess early early mid August it starts to or I guess late August starts to cool down and uh that's when it starts to get like wet. So like for my autoflower specifically, like it gets to be a problem and like I end up I've had a couple of years where I have been lucky with some of my and I think I could be man just based on some of the genetics but I've also had a couple of plants that have been unlucky and gotten hit with some mold problems late in the season for us here this year I thought I, I wasn't really growing outdoors so I'm not paying that close attention to it but we, it's been pretty dry we've only had one baseball game rain out and I can't remember any of the soccer practices being rain outs and I'm not here all the time, but, you know, up until the last week, it's been pretty dry. Now, the last week it started to rain. It's getting a little bit colder. So if you had outdoor plants, you probably want them down like last week, probably be the last oh, hang on. week. Theoretically, theoretically, Kentucky's slightly farther south. If there were plants outside, which there aren't in Kentucky. Would no. you like what is the what is the like what is the weather like there right now? Like is it still slightly warm? Like I just don't even know what it's like down there anymore. Like it's... I know what it's like in Florida because it's super hot all the time. And then I like I just did the opposite of that. It's forty six right now where I'm at. Ew. I mean, I know it seems like, you know, it's humid and you know, with my background, but this isn't <laughs> this island, you know. How dang, I mean, dude. Yeah, so. That's all right, man. Well, I guess the next time, it's going to be next year that we have to figure out, like, that I'm going to have to work out these these issues because everybody's already got their plants down and dusted. I don't know. Do you guys ever, like, uh, I have. Do you ever think of, like, I wonder how they grow down in, like, like this the south 
outside. Well, because you uh, know there's people growing in the backwoods out there. Yeah. Like I don't. I think we can still talk about the the uh, stuff here with the late in the season because where we're at, if you go probably like North Georgia or even Mid Georgia, those areas, it's probably you know if you're in the mountains, one thing, but if you're like yeah. in Atlanta. I don't. That's I right. doubt Atlanta yeah. is forty-one degrees right now. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying with the South, man. That's the. It's that whole. The whole South, man, is still, is still nice. That's what I'm, I think. I don't know that any of it. I think it's all, still prohibition land down there. As far as like, you can't grow. Can you grow your own plants in Georgia? No, I don't think so. But I mean, I'm, I doubt anybody is actually doing that. But if they were, you know, there are some things you can do to stop. Um, certain things from happening at the end and helping to get to harvest. I had a cousin that grows some of our gear down in, uh, down in Florida. He had a good time with it, man. He started it outside and, uh, it was, it was actually like his first time, first time growing. And it was one of those things, man. He's, he's, he's like, man, he's like, got this one that started to get like big. So I brought it inside and he like, he's showing me on Snapchat and I'm like, he's like showing me like a very fast on Snapchat, like a video that goes by and I just see like what I'm sure is a boy. And I'm like, Whoa, like hang on there. But I'm like, what have you done? And he's like, it's like, he's like, I'm like, where I'm like, there's a boy in there. And he's like, what are you talking about, man? I'm like, I'm like that, that big one. He's like, Oh man, no, that's just girl. I'm like, no, that's a, that's a boy. <laughs> oh no oh, that's a boy get that out of there right now it's like oh, kill, no. kill 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 <laughs> man I felt so bad. For sure. set it on fire like, i think that's the number one thing and that's the number one tip for new girls right is don't be afraid to ask for help yeah shoot I know that I know that anybody you got problems with any of that for sure. I know for a fact you got any problems with any of the easy days gear. You hit up anybody on that Discord. You hit up Scott. Send any of us an email and somebody will get you. You know, post it post it right on the channel. Yeah, because with people that like are mo- are monitoring it, like I'm looking at all of them. So if I see something and I'm not sure how to answer it. I can always ask you, or I can ask Mid Michigan, yep. or I'm always several other at people. It. Josh, Josh is looking at all the channels. I'm always looking at all the channels. You're always looking at all the channels, and I know we got there's a couple other people that have been that have come into the Discord recently that are also pretty, pretty active and pretty intelligent in in what they've been in what they've been saying. So it's it's cool that we're that that the community is is growing in a in a good way. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And even if it's not our gear, if it's somebody else, we have a other reader gear channel. Post it there. Oh, for sure. Oh, you know, I'm yep. sure people are gonna be happy to help. I think we probably we're probably getting to a point we could probably probably set up a like a grow questions. I thought we might have had like a questions. We could probably put a questions tab on the Discord, or that would make a. Maybe well, a if the way I would prefer that we do it instead of having a separate questions tab is just put it either onto the channel of that strain if it's one of our beans and if it's not one of ours put it on the other breeders gear and then this way like there's always like a history in that one thread or those threads that we can go back and look for those particular strains oh yeah well, I think that is good advice for everybody to follow and good advice for all of us to follow. I think on that note it's a fine place for us to call it an evening tonight uh thank you guys for 
coming out and giving us your time and listening to us as always. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it has been an absolute pleasure. I um, hope you guys join us again next week. Uh, yeah, have a great night. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Thank you, everyone, for checking out the podcast. Please remember to smash the like button, ring that bell, tell your friends, and join our Discord to get some free beans. Peace. Later. Peace.